0: Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just
1: about anywhere.
0: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Friday. It's underreaction Friday. We knew Buffalo was going to be great. Maybe we didn't know that the Rams would be that flat. Super Bowl hangover? Question mark? You know, it gets to the point where you go, how concerned are you? Like, if you're Sean McVay, how concerned are you that this is something more than just a one-off? And you have 10 days, then you play the Falcons. You know, the offensive line, really, if you come down, you look at the success of teams and the failures, a lot of it has to do with the offensive line. It's a passing game. You got to, you got edge rushers getting paid a lot of money to get to your quarterback. And really, that's what the game has come down to. Can you block them? How long can you block them and give your quarterback enough time? Matthew Stafford was sacked seven times last night, and the Bills did not blitz one time. They hit him 15 times. I know not everybody's like Buffalo, but there are a couple of really good defenses out there. And can you make an offensive line better? Here's Matthew Stafford on saying he could have done something different.
5: Anytime you know that happens in a game, um, you know I'm going to have a handful you know that I feel like I can do a better job of. Got to make sure that I'm taking what the defense gives me um, while still trying to be aggressive. And, and on a, a night like this where playing a little bit of catch up and, and they're doing a nice job of rushing, I uh, just got to got to do a better job of maybe trying to get it out in some instances. There's no question about that.
0: I don't want to take what the defense gives me. Sometimes I get greedy and I want to take a little bit more. Like we're going to give you that, okay. Uh, if you are giving me that, I got to ask for more. If we're going to win, Yeah, Eton. After the, the third interception
6: last night, Matthew mm. Stafford put a pretty good hit on. I forget who intercepted the ball, and Collinsworth just crushed him. Said, uh, "Well, that might that tackle right there might be Matthew
0: Stafford's best play of the night." Wow! Like, but it's not. He's not wrong. Sunday night, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers head to Dallas to take on Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Sunday, seven Eastern on NBC and Peacock. It's a meat Friday, and in case you're wondering, we're ready for football, full football, college and pro football this weekend. Grilled beef sliders, Thai sweet chili wings, buffalo chicken dip, and pigs in a blanket. Let's go. Who has it better than we do?
4: Nobody. Nobody.
0: Not one singular person. No, no, not one person does. Uh, Tunnel to Towers, today we're donating proceeds from our merchandise to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Tunnel to Towers made the commitment to never forget 9-11 as we're approaching the anniversary. For more information, or you can donate directly, Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org, letter T, number two, letter T.org. Stat of the day, as always, brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We just had the Don Russ Elite cards that we got here in the Man Cave, and we opened those up. Seaton got some uh, nice little treats in there. Aaron Rodgers card. I got a uh, uh, Kittle, George Kittle, and Travis Kelsey in the same pack. And uh, those cards come out today. Just came out. Don Russ Elite poll question for hour two. Seaton is Dan. I'll update you from uh, hour one. Okay. Uh, Last
6: night, the Bills were great or the Rams were bad. Uh, That's still holding steady at about 60-30. Bills were great. Okay. Um, This hour, we were going to go with Josh Allen should keep running or pace himself. Okay.
0: Should is the key word there. I think if Buffalo is going to win the Super Bowl, Josh Allen has to almost take on that Cam Newton type of personality. Now, better passer. Now, he wasn't when he first started. He wasn't as good as Cam. Now he's become a better passer. But as far as using your legs and a stiff arm or two, boy, that makes them and him so dangerous. And there's the risk and the reward there. I just think you got a great team here and go for it. Get a Super Bowl. Win a Super Bowl. And and it's tough to say that because if you've listened to the show over the years, I always say, I don't care how fast you are, you eventually slow down and somebody catches you. And, and you know, I liken Josh Allen to Dante Culpepper. Dante Culpepper was an edge rusher at quarterback. He had speed. He had size. He had athleticism. And then he had a knee injury. And he was never the same. Cam got injured a few times, not the same. Andrew Luck, very athletic, got injured, never the same. But Josh Allen has been healthy. There was a story that came out yesterday, and Chris Sims is the first to tell me about this. And that was years ago. Chris Sims said, you know, Seattle scouted Josh Allen, and they wanted Josh Allen they were willing to trade Russell Wilson to the Browns so they could get the number one overall pick and draft Josh Allen. And, you know, Seattle, I think, has since confirmed that or somebody, a source, confirmed that. But uh, Chris Sims is the first to tell me that. And they watched his pro day and they were, you know, Seattle tried to trade Russell Wilson a couple of times. That's why when people said, well, is, would Seattle trade Russell Wilson in the offseason? I went, uh, they've tried to a couple of times here. Of course. I just don't know if Pete Carroll, and, and I don't know their relationship. I just don't know if Pete Carroll and Seattle, the organization, looked at Russ the way maybe they should have. I think that they looked at Russ and said, you know, he's a good quarterback for a team that has an unbelievable defense. And that makes him better. Maybe props him up a little bit more. But when they didn't have that great defense, did Russ get exposed? And there were times when we'd go, why don't they just let Russ cook? Because it still felt like Pete Carroll wanted to have a great defense and a running game. And when they didn't have a great defense and they didn't have a great running game, all you had was Russ. But they tried to trade him, make no mistake about it, a couple of times. That's why when this came up, I was thinking, He's gone. If they get the right offer, he's gone because he wants he wants to go. Yeah, Paul.
5: Russell confirmed this story yesterday. Jeff Legowald he's a ESPN senior writer. He was at the practice yesterday, the okay. walkthrough before the the game. Yeah. Russell Wilson said definitely they tried to. He confirmed a, a story that was asked to him a couple of times. They tried to see what was out there, and he they were specifically asking about 2018. Was he being shopped to the Browns? And Russell confirmed it
0: himself. Yeah, Chris Sims said, you know, they fell in love with Josh Allen and they they tried to trade Russ. And then the Browns don't even take Josh Allen. <laughs> Imagine that if you're the Cleveland Browns and you find out Seattle wants to trade us Russell Wilson for Josh Allen, and you don't go, are we making the right decision here? Are we making the right choice for quarterback? And they took Baker Mayfield Junior. the third, right, Paulie?
5: Yeah, but that makes sense now how good Josh Allen is. But imagine 2018 when Russell Wilson is leading the league in touchdown passes if the story broke that the Seahawks, with a quarterback in his complete prime, are shopping him for a Wyoming quarterback who has no accuracy yeah. ability. yeah, That would have been a nutty topic if it came out.
0: And and it would have been really risky because Josh Allen has never been a, a top-ranked quarterback. In high school he wasn't. In college he wasn't. He was just one of those, he's sort of one of those wild horses that you can't put a saddle on and go, you know, we don't know what we got, but, man, he's good, he's athletic. And you'd watch. You'd watch them play, and you go, all right, he's great. I just don't know if he's NFL great. In his rookie year, I was critical of him. I didn't think he knew how to play the position. But last night, you want to watch confidence? You know, confidence is, is tangible. Sometimes you see it and you go, oh, my God. When, when, you, when you go to the line of scrimmage, you go, man, that guy, is, he knows exactly what he's doing. And Collinsworth mentioned this last night. You know, you talk about somebody who had complete control over what they wanted to do last night, and you're going against Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner, and Jalen Ramsey. He didn't care. Like, all right, Aaron Donald got you. you know, he got sacked twice. But he didn't care. He picked on Jalen Ramsey, targeted seven times. They completed six. He gave up two touchdowns. He didn't care about Bobby Wagner. And those are all Hall of Fame caliber players. Didn't care. Allen was 26 of 31, 297. Uh, the offensive line, when they played collectively, was great against Aaron Donald. Like, you, you can't do that where you go, um, you got him. By myself? The right guard, I thought, oh, my God, that's not fair. Paulie's texting us. He goes, "That right guard, that's not fair. He's he's all alone out there." And you could see Aaron Donald going, "Are you are you going to block?" It's like when Larry Bird would complain a white guy was guarding him, and he would yell at the other team, "You put a white guy on me? I'm offended." I think Aaron Donald probably going, "You got one guy blocking me? Oh, I'm offended. That's insulting." Uh, The Bills sacked uh, Matthew Stafford seven times. Uh, You know, the Rams had less than 150 yards on offense going into the fourth quarter. It ended up 413 to 243. I know it's one game. I don't know how you make your offensive line better. Are they going to learn to block better? Now, they're not going to go against, you know, a team like Buffalo very often. But still, that would concern me. And, And that's the concern I have with Tampa Bay going into this game against Dallas. You lost Ryan Jensen, Marpet is is uh, retired, and you got Micah Parsons ready to go. Now, is that enough? You know, Dallas is a was an opportunistic defense last year, but the offensive line. It's rare. Look at the Chiefs when they lost the Super Bowl. Why they lose the Super Bowl? Because of their offensive line. Plain and simple. Tampa went after. Uh, Mahomes and made him look average and that doesn't happen very often if you have an offensive line you can make Tom Brady look average you put pressure on him he's at he can be average I mean the Giants did that won two Super Bowls why because of their defensive front they put pressure on Brady and they made him look average it can happen to any quarterback in the NFL you put pressure they can become average and susceptible to mistakes. And you saw that with Matthew Stafford last night. Got picked off a couple of times. All right. Uh, Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dan.
2: Thanks for taking my call. I'm so glad that football is back. Yep. Oh, my gosh. It's awesome. Um, fantasy
5: team last night. Josh Allen was my quarterback, 31 points. I look at the No, map, no,
0: no, no, no. Andrew. That I, don't, a I got a chat of the day. How about that? Run it back. I can do that. I know. I'm going to give you a second shot there because you're a loyal caller. Nobody wants to hear about your fantasy, too. Okay. Let's run it back. I'll try out of the day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I got Josh Allen. He gave me 31 points. After losing to the Buffalo Bills, 31 to Tech, the Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams fall to 0-1 for the season. With that loss, Sean McVay has a losing record during a season for the first time in his NFL coaching career. That's your stat of the day. The stat of the day. of the the of the stat Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards for the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, I had Josh Allen at 31 points last night. I'd rather when when you when your your team doesn't do well in fantasy. Yes. Yeah, when you when you got a guy who I you know, I walk in and as soon as I walk in, the backroom guys uh Tyler goes, "Ah, Gabriel Davis on the bench." <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I, 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 like I I just don't want to hear it. Had the Bills defense last night. No, so that's a big start for him. I, I actually just said,
5: how you doing to someone I walked in today. I said, how you doing? Like, how's general? How's life? Yeah. Uh, I started Cam
0: Akers. He got me nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That was Tyler. Yeah. Tyler goes, yeah, I started Cam Akers. Not going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> and now when you don't start him, he have three touchdowns. Yeah, I know. And then it was like, uh, it, how was your uh, How was your night? Oh, uh, Gabriel Davis on my bench. I said, all right. Yes, Mark. Do all of them sound like Napoleon Dynamite? I'll do whatever I feel like. Gosh. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Seton, isn't your son trying to learn the uh, Napoleon Dynamite dance? He One day I came home from
6: uh, work and I was like, hey, man, what's up? He's like, dad, I had the best idea ever. <laughs> like, oh, yeah? Okay, what? He's like, "Me and Noah for the school talent show, we're going to do He's going to be Pedro and I'm going to be Napoleon Dynamite and I'm going to do the dance." Yeah. And so he's like, "Check this out." And he plays like the YouTube clip or whatever, <laughs> and he starts doing all of his moves and st- oh my god. Yeah. Are you going to get him the boots that Napoleon Dynamite? Oh yeah, I yeah, already ordered. Yeah, 100%. So that might be a preview of uh, Ooh, Halloween, too, I like I think. that. Halloween costume this year might be Napoleon Dynamite.
0: I like that. All right, we'll take a break. We're just getting started here on this second hour. More phone calls, 877-3DP-SHOW. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, and uh, those who are commenting on Chat Row and our radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio. We'll take a break. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. DraftKings Getting ready for the big weekend here. You can get $200 in free bets instantly. Bet just $5 right now. The return of the NFL season. So it's an added bonus for week one. Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Bet an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly. Even if your team loses, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Promo code is PATRICK. That'll get you $200 in free bets instantly. Place a $5 bet this Sunday. The promo code is Patrick. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL, and new customers take advantage of this. Fritzy,
7: 21 and older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee red line at 1-800-889-9789. In New York... Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt Optin. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms.
0: Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app,
7: that's ChumbaCasino.com.
5: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
7: Good song.
2: The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that?
8: Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka.
2: And I'm Skip Bronson.
8: Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not
2: been asked before. Tell it like it is and even sing a song or two.
8: This is our podcast and we're going to do it our way. Listen to our way on the
2: iHeartRadio app, Apple podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
1: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.
3: I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Matthew Stafford reached 50,000 career passing yards during the game, matching Drew Brees for the fastest in league history to get to that mark, 183 games. Cooper Cup. Had a uh, big night in the loss. He has had at least 90 receiving yards in each of his last 14 regular season games. That's the longest streak in the Super Bowl era, and the only such streak to reach double-digit games. Whoa! Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here Here comes comes that that what? Stat of the day. Top. Matthew Stafford sacked seven times, also was uh, picked off, what, three times last night. Where does he rank all-time in interceptions?
5: Oh, uh, before or after last night? Uh, after okay. last night. Okay, after last night, he's 53rd all-time. Last night, he was able to pass Tommy Kramer, Jay Cutler, Ken Anderson, and Richard Todd on the all-time interceptions throne list. All
0: right. Big night. But we brought this up the last couple of years. Receiver-caused interception. The RCI. And you saw this with Josh Allen; he had completed his first ten passes, and then uh, Isaiah McKenzie ended up catching a ball, and then it was picked off. Shouldn't we have RCI? That's not on uh, Josh Allen, and you could say maybe uh, or all three of those picks on Matthew Stafford if one is tipped or you know the receiver went the wrong way. And now, if if it affected fantasy then I think the NFL would look at adopting this. But if it doesn't, or they're not going to recognize it, then it probably doesn't have that much traction. But this is similar to a wild pitch in baseball. Is it the pitcher, or was it the catcher who made the mistake? Now, nothing is attached to that. It's not like you go, boy, you had 58 wild pitches. Uh, You know, the pass ball, maybe you don't win a gold glove, but there's nothing really attached to it. If you attach significance to it, then you'll get traction on RCI, receiver-caused interception. By the way, the Bills had 42 total sacks all of last year. So with seven last night, if we do the math, and Todd did, they're one-sixth of the way towards matching their total last season. All right. Thank you, Todd. Uh, Games this weekend. I know you like that. Thank you, Todd. Uh, NFL lines this weekend. Let's see what really interests me. Eagles minus four versus my Lions. The Browns and the Panthers are now a pick'em. I thought that went up to two for Carolina. Now it's back to a pick'em. Hmm. Kansas City, minus six versus Arizona. Packers only minus one and a half versus the Vikings. Hmm. Tampa Bay, minus two and a half versus the Cowboys. And the Bengals, minus six and a half versus. The Steelers. Hmm. See, I always look and you go, okay, what's going on with the Packers and the Vikings? I always, you know, when Vegas, uh, like last night was a perfect example. It's like the Rams at home, defending Super Bowl champs. Everybody gets honored. Super Bowl trophy, big night. And then all of a sudden you go, but Buffalo's favored. And, you know, on the podcast that I have, Dan Patrick takes a gamble. Uh, Bad Larry said, "I'm staying away from the game. I don't, I don't like the game." While Dylan and uh, Shea and Irving both said Rams all day, and I kept going. Sums up with it. That's all. I don't know what's up, but some it felt like there was something amiss, as we might say. So the Packers minus one and a half against the Vikings, uh, and Tampa Bay at Dallas. Minus two and a half. Here is uh, Tom Brady on whether or not he's going to play after this year.
8: You're 45. You're not on the contract for next year. Do the thoughts ever creep in, Tom?
5: This might be my last time around. How do you keep those thoughts out of your head? I think we're all getting one day older at a time. So, you know, we're all not sure whether we're going to be here next year or not. You know, if this is a reality for every player, every coach, every parent, You know, you just never know. So we should all take advantage of the opportunity that we have, which is the one we have in front of us now.
0: We're all all getting older one day at a time. Yeah, Seton. Not to be too critical of the question,
6: but what do you mean, do you ever think of it? He literally retired a few months ago.
4: (laughs) Did it ever creep
6: into your mind that maybe uh, this might be it? Yeah, that's been the topic for the last three years.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it, it crept into my mind, but I quickly got rid of it. You know, I hadn't really thought of it that maybe this year was it.
6: You know, now that you mention it,
0: I don't know. This might be my last year. Wait, it's not normal for a quarterback to be 45 years of age in the NFL?
5: Give me a minute, John. I really haven't thought about this one. Never been asked this before.
0: (laughs) Hold on. Let me call my wife.
7: Yes, Todd. And do we, in fact, get older, each of us, one day at a time? Is that how it works? We're one day older with each passing day?
0: Everybody does, including Tom. Uh, Did it ever creep into your mind this could be your (laughs) – Have you ever thought about maybe uh, that this might be it? Uh... I would ask him, how many days do you go when it's not something that you think about? Like, you got to ask him something that's different. You got to make him think a little bit. Because if you just go, "Uh, Tom, uh, why would you not come back? I don't, you know, I don't know. We're just going to take it one day at a time. I got to talk to my family and. yeah, it's time.
7: You could just go to a standard. Hey, I'm forty five. I got a lot of bleep going on right yeah, now in my life. Sure. Just say that every time that question's asked. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, that works no matter how old you are. Yeah. You know, not just you're forty five, I got a lot of bleep going on here. Uh let's see. Uh Matt in Syracuse. Hey Matt, what's on your mind today? What up, DP? Hi,
5: bud. uh so I got some advice for Seton's son on his Halloween costume. Okay. I wanted the pulling dynamite some 15 plus years ago. And you got to make sure you get yourself a nice 1987, 88 Nashiki 10 speed. You can cruise around that all night. (laughs) And then make sure you get a Walkman. And inside the Walkman, get a glamour shot of your girlfriend.
0: Wow. Okay, Matt. I mean, that's going all in. I don't know if you want to get a Dashiki 10 speed there. And a Walkman. Yeah, Paul.
5: What was the cool bike when you guys were kids? What was the one like, oh, I got to have that? Was it, do you remember what it was in
0: your neighborhood? Whatever it was, I wasn't getting it, right. so I, I the club.
6: I, there were two. A GT Performer Ooh. was a big deal. If you mm. had a GT Performer, that was a thing. And, I, man, was it a Diamondback? Diamondback bikes at the time, that was like a, oh, that kid's serious. Yes, yeah. Marv.
7: Huffy 10-speed mountain bike. And my mm. grandmother got... Will be from service merchandise. Oh, okay. Huffy is uh,
5: what you didn't aspire for, if you know what I mean. A Schwinn. Yeah, Schwins and Huffy. Schwinn. There was one in my neighborhood. Like I had a mongoose, and I thought it was pretty legit. Oh, and mongoose. Then yeah. It was pretty solid. But this kind of kid who had some money in our neighborhood, and no one had any money. He came home with like a blue PK Ripper. It was like a BMX type bike. <laughs> Man, he was. It was like he he could walk on the air. Yes, Todd. Yeah.
7: I remember something called the Ross Apollo 5 Speed, and my brother had it. It was a black uh, bike, and it had the gear shifter on the front like a car would have. And you're pulling it, putting it into different gears where you can kind of grab it by a handle, which I just thought was the coolest thing.
0: I remember waking up when we lived in Arizona for a couple of years, and I woke up on Christmas morning, and I had a, uh, I think it was a Mustang bike with a banana seat. And I thought, hell, I might even ride this bike to church and I wasn't even going to go to church. I'm like, I'm going to church. And it was, you know, really warm in Arizona. And I remember riding that bike, and best bike I ever got. Now, you would see all these other bikes when you go. I Full disclosure, I didn't get my driver's license until I was 18. There was no car for me to drive because we had one car, and there were six kids, and I just thought, why? Why get it when I can't drive it? And I remember I I had a ten speed. I think it was a a Volk's cycle, V O L K, and I had a ten speed. You mm. know, it's kind of difficult to go out on a date. You know, where you got a ten speed,
5: you can't open the door on a
0: set of handlebars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to sit on the handlebars and we'll uh, maybe we'll go down to Dairy Queen?
7: Yes, Todd. I bought this red eagle to attach to my green bike with a big green shiny banana seat, and you know people had little bells and stuff on it. But I saw this eagle, and when you turn the handle, it would go, rawr, rawr, rawr. and I just thought for some reason that that was cool to like, scare pigeons and the elderly as I'm driving up and down, and right up and down Brooklyn, <laughs> and and Brooklyn. And girls,
6: and girls, yeah.
7: I'm like, I got to have that on my handle. Scare bar.
6: pigeons and the elderly. Yeah.
7: Out of my way, <laughs> m- Lucy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: I'd love to have asked the girls that I was trying to oppress, ask them now, like, what was really bad about what I was doing or wearing or how I looked? Because at the time you go, I think I got it going on. And then you realize you didn't. And I don't know if, an eight, you know, you're 18 and you're, you're on a 10-speed, probably not something that you want to get involved with. Um, I think that's changed now, though.
6: Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a pretty big biking movement, biking culture
0: amongst uh, young adults. Yeah. I would have done better now because now you go out in groups. Like you just, nobody goes out on dates. They go out in groups. And then I would have done well in a group because somebody's got to talk to you or somebody else can be talking and then you don't have to go, "Uh, I don't know what I'm going to say. Yes, Mark, you, uh, no,
7: me and and actually talked about that. When we were young, it was groups of settings. Like, oh, we're all going to the movies. Yeah, We're all going to the same party. And so if, you know. Takes the pressure off of you. Yeah, you know, Alyssa Roberts is going to be there. Whoa. Okay, I'm going to see what's up. Hey. All right, yeah.
0: Who's who, what's what. Yep, and I didn't find out anything. <laughs> what's yeah. up, Alyssa? I would have done well in groups. Because, you know, I, I was the class clown in high school. And I thought, you know, get me in a group, I I would have gone to town. I mean, I wouldn't have done damage like Todd was going to if, uh, you know, he had not lived with his mom. Doing damage. Doing, Doing damage. Just damage. that opportunity, big time. What does that mean?
7: I don't even know. I heard that once growing up. It's like, hey, this guy did some damage with the ladies. Like, hopefully no one was injured. I'm assuming it means hooking up with several girls, but no one needed stitches or had to be rushed to a I medical assume, center.
5: I assume that means hooking up. <laughs>
7: Yeah, because you hear it, it's a, doing damage. It sounds kind of like callous and uh, if someone's getting hurt. is going to end up in a sling or something. <laughs> That's no fun. It was a great date, but he broke two of my fingers. That's not, you don't want that. You want everyone to be healthy and fine. <laughs> what the hell <laughs> Doing damage. It sounds like it's violent, but it's not. It's, like, it's just, you know, it's like some gigolo type behavior, you know, meeting a lot of girls and hooking up.
6: <laughs> some gigolo type
0: behavior. I don't know if it's gigolo.
7: Wow, this guy—this guy hooks up with all the girls. Quarterback of the football team. Look at him walking around. Well, no, you
0: could be just like you know, hey, he's a ladies' man, or boy, he's really popular. I don't know if doing damage.
7: I heard that I don't know if it was a Brooklyn thing or a Brighton Beach thing, but that's uh, that's what they would call uh, (laughs) hooking up with a lot of girls, doing damage. I know it's kind of bizarre.
0: Kind of tough to do when you live at home, right, Todd? It really is. Who wants cookies? Mom! <laughs> Richie was doing damage,
5: all right.
7: Yeah. <laughs> Keep the door half open. Please, I'm a junior in college. <laughs> I got pizza, okay? Who's this? Hi, <laughs> Michelle. I'm Todd's mom. Okay. I'm, we're 20.
0: Please leave the room. Uh, you're not scarred by that, Too are much. you? No. What's the rectal thermometer story? Oh, yeah. oh, she
7: would she would take my my temperature and my brother's temperature with a rectal thermometer with the Vaseline, and she said that's the only way you can get a good reading. You know, you, I don't believe in the ones where you put it on your forehead or the oral thermometer. We need to, you know, that's the only way you can really tell. And,
0: and how old? When's the last time you had that uh, done? Probably
7: went on to like a. 12 and in Little League or something. I'm hoping I'm wrong. But I do remember it being a time where I had a rush after my temperature was taken to get my Little League uniform on. And that's a problem because I was playing Little League from 8 to 12. So you guys figure it out. Yes, Paul. You have a low-grade fever. You can't pitch today. What?
5: I like that the mom says, I know the doctors are wrong, but I know what
0: works for you. No, Todd's mom one time when they left the doctor's yeah. office was like, hey, they're, no, you're going back in and you're getting shots.
7: I was high-fiving my brother. We were getting in the car, no shot today. I was like, what's going on back there? Oh, you got to go back inside. What happened? She convinced Dr. Houtman in Brooklyn that we should probably get a shot just to play it safe. She convinced the doctor. My mom has no such degree to make those kind of calls.
0: Um, I mentioned the NFL games this weekend, or at least some of them. The college football lines. Alabama, Texas, that's a nooner, isn't it?
5: Yeah, I think it's the big noon on Fox, early big, start. Big noon.
0: Now, is college game day going to be in Austin? Yeah, showdown. Are we going to have both Fox and ESPN at the same game? Yeah, I think McAfee might be there this weekend. Oh, well, McAfee, yes. yeah, I think they brought him in full time. Uh, Alabama by 20 and a half <laughs> at Texas. Tennessee, six and a half point favorites against Pitt. At Pitt, I believe. That one got me curious there. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. But that one I'm curious about. Florida minus six against Kentucky. Got two interesting quarterbacks there. USC is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite versus Stanford. Okay. Do you see where Dabo Sweeney got a new contract? Three years after getting a new contract? And... This is probably three years until he gets his next new contract. It's a 10-year deal. I think he's going to make $11 million a year. I hope that he uh, finds it within his heart to realize that maybe the players deserve a little bit of that money because he's one of those that doesn't believe in that. Him and Kirby Smart both get paid. Jim Harbaugh at least goes, you know, I know we're headed towards this. I know that, uh, You know, the Big Ten commissioner, I know we're headed towards this. I don't know to what degree, but when you're signing contracts that are billions and billions of dollars, this is where the players go, where's ours? And we always get into that age-old argument, well, you get a free education. All right, how about you pay me a half a million dollars, and I'll pay for my college education. Now I'm a now I'm an employee. Can I get a 401k here? You know what's a write off here for a college athlete? Do you match contributions? <laughs> yeah, or? Send them at me.
5: <laughs> yeah, Paul. It, it's interesting that Dabo signs a new deal at Clemson right after Nick Saban does, because the, the rumor, not even a rumor,
0: after Kirby Smart did.
5: Yeah, not even a rumor, but like they've always said that Dabo wanted to go to Alabama someday after Nick Saban leaves, and Saban's not going anywhere. But
0: if I'm Dabo, I don't go to Alabama stay there. You've established something. Whatever you do, then you're following Nick Saban. And you're playing catch-up. You're Clemson. Stay there. You've established something. You're successful. But it feels like those are the three coaches who are going to get paid and continue to get paid. And I don't know if this gets to the point where boosters go, well, we want our guy to be the highest-paid coach. Because it was Kirby Smart. Then it was Nick. Now you get Dabo in there. Now, how long until Kirby gets his, you know, we want our coach to be the highest paid coach in the game. Yeah, Marv.
7: Yeah, I understand why Dabble would ever want to leave. Who's the last coach to, like, build a top-notch program like Dabble's done with Clemson, where they're perennial contenders?
0: Well, Clemson used to be really good, won a national title, but that was back in the 80s. Who was that Perry Tuttle? Yeah. Is that his name? Great wide receiver. Yes. Uh,
6: see. So now, did, did, weren't we just talking about how Nick Saban had that trigger, that's a a clause in his contract that triggers that he now goes to be the highest paid again? Every time somebody signs a new deal that makes them higher paid than Nick Saban, he ima- immediately gets to renegotiate his contract.
0: I thought we wondered if that was the case. Did they actually have that in writing, Paul? Let's just say that they do. It
5: does. It, Nick Saban's contract, I'm paraphrasing here, but he has to be – in the top three coaches in the average salary mm. his contract. If he's not, if he ever exits that list, he can automatically open up negotiations for a new contract or to accentuate his contract. Mm. It's like a
0: But what other coach is going to approach that? Jim Harbaugh's not. Oh uh, you need one crazy team. Ryan Day? You know, even Brian Kelly at LSU, I mean, he's got to be in the conversation there as far as how much he makes, but what other college coach is going to make that kind of money? Going to make at least $10 million a year. Am I missing somebody?
5: By the way, I want to give you credit for your Perry Tuttle call for the Thank early, you. early 80s Clemson football. Thank you. respect that. Thank you. Appreciate that. Chuck McSwain, good running back, too. Thank you. Who? <laughs> yeah.
0: Nobody. Uh, let's take a break. We're back after. Oh, by the way, uh, Fitzmagic is joining us top of the hour. Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's now working for Amazon Prime, NFL coverage, and uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick will join us coming up. Take a break. You know, it takes a lot of energy to entertain a nation. Every single day, Monday through Friday, got to go. Every day's the Super Bowl. That's why I take M-Drive. Supplements for driven guys who refuse to let age slow them down. M-Drive has a supplement for every guy, no matter where you are in your life. And if you're busy, we're all busy. You want to stay on top of your game on Top of your diet, working out, might be gaining weight. M-Drive Lean, first-of-its-kind protein powder that can actually help you lose weight. M-Drive Lean is backed by science, contains a clinically tested blood orange extract that supports reduction in weight, waist size, and body mass. Quick and easy addition to your daily routine. I put it into my fruit smoothie. M-Drive Lean, you can get it at mdrivedan.com and get 20% off your first order. Make sure you use the promo code DAN. And if you're not happy after 60 days, you can get your money back guaranteed. They have something for everybody. It's backed by science, clinically tested. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com. Make sure you use the promo code DAN. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
1: no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
2: good song the johnny carson theme right hey who wrote that
8: skip who do you think it's your buddy hi everyone i'm paul anka
2: and i'm skip bronson
8: everybody including sitting presidents
2: so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two
8: this is our podcast and we're going
2: to do it our way listen to our way on the iheart radio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcast
1: imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions I'm Mini Driver.
3: Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Very lucky in this man cave. I've collected a lot of things in 40 years in the business. A lot of wonderful, wonderful moments, pieces of memorabilia. And yesterday, got one of those pieces of memorabilia that it was one of those where you just pause and you go, wow, this is awesome. And I met somebody who was instrumental in developing The Simpsons. And he said, hey, got something for you. And I'm going, all right, sounds good. What do you got? And he had the illustrators at The Simpsons create a – a picture where you got Homer and Marge, you know, like the entire family's watching the Dan Patrick show. So it says the Dan Patrick show on the TV. And then to make it even better, the artists, the illustrators came up with the Dan Patrick show drawn as if we were characters on the Simpsons. <laughs> and Fritzy looks like a character on the Simpsons.
7: It's really amazing what they did. I can't believe it.
0: Um, But here's the one that, this is going to resonate. Marv made the cut, and they did say to me, hey, you know, we did have the other guy, and I go, McLovin. I go, yes. And then, you know, we found a picture of Marvin, and then we put it in there. So, Marv, you made the poster, and I can't imagine what McLovin is thinking right now because McLovin, a huge Simpsons fan. It looks great. But it's even greater knowing, Marv, you made it. You're there.
7: I am ecstatic. My head won't be... You're, you're there
0: with us. Yes, Seaton.
6: They were also pretty generous with Marvin's hands in that picture, too. They did. <sighs> Our
0: hands are a little bit... Okay. They didn't give Fritzie a chin. They gave Paulie a little more hair. Thank you. And Marvin's hands look a little bit bigger than they really are. Wouldn't it have been great if they made those hands even smaller? <laughs> like really, really, really tiny hands there. If I had had the opportunity to talk to the illustrators, I would have said, "Okay, here's a couple of things. Let's add <laughs> these things here. Yeah, yeah. One would have been Marvin's hands. Pauly got a little extra hair. I thought they were generous to you, Fritzy."
7: I'll take it. I know. just, I just think it's amazing that they did that. I mean, you know, whatever they. It's did. awesome.
0: No, it's wonderful. That, uh, really, a, that was a special treat yesterday afternoon. Yeah, Paul.
5: I feel really bad for McLovin, but not so bad that I didn't take a picture and text it to him two minutes ago. Oh, you break. did? Oh yeah. Oh. oh, wake up, big boy. Because <laughs> he was watching that show back in the day. I think was it '89 that show debuted '89 '90. Didn't it start on the Tracy Ullman show? Correct. Like a character. Yes. Yes. Bart. I think Bart was like a, like they
0: had a little interstitial thing. Was Bart the star and then they made it about Homer.
5: The first episode of the Simpsons I have December 17th, 1989 Simpsons roasting on an open fire. Bart sneaks off and gets a tattoo during Christmas shopping, blah, 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 blah. But it got great reviews right off the bat. I thought it was going to be a, when I first tuned in, I thought it was a kid show. I didn't understand it was well, written for adults.
0: It is, but the, the genius is that there's humor for grown-ups in there, that even if the kids don't get, grown-ups will get. So you're going to get kids who will watch it, and then you'll have the grown-up humor that's sort of tucked in there. And then you had King of the Hill. Remember when Fox did this and you're thinking, okay, what's their programming going to be? They got the NFL. They had animated, you know, they had cartoons. And I'm thinking, are people going to watch cartoons in the evening? And then you realize, yes, they were. But when they got the NFL, that changed Fox. When David Hill, their uh, former president of sports, when they got football, that puts you on the map. And they did a wonderful job with that. And of course, without that, we wouldn't have the masked singer. So (laughs) my thanks to. (laughs) Uh, Is it the Dalai Lama? Now I get now I get people saying uh, hey you're going to watch the masked singer and I go yeah can't wait love it you know nobody gets more excited than the mask singer judges do Paulie goes well if they ask you to be on it no if I wasn't I, if I didn't do dancing with the stars I'm not doing the masked singer that was a mistake to pass on you think so no not at all it's a great <laughs> call by you I think, uh, I think Kenny Maine took your spot. Yes, he did. You know who really, really, really wanted to be on Dancing with the Stars at the mothership? Yeah. No. Oh, what?
6: <laughs> that would be wild.
0: No, it was not Chris Berman. And not Bob Lee. This person really, really, really wanted to be on. Trey? No, it wasn't oh. Trey Wingo. Well, he might have. Mm. Mike Greenberg. They didn't ask Greenie.
5: I'll bet they asked
0: him. I don't think so, because Greenie really wanted to be on Dancing with the Stars. I just look. Not, I'm sure
6: you're a great dancer. But I'm just, Dan, I'm just, I'm so happy that there's not video right now on YouTube that we right. can just pull up and it's like you dancing. Like, boogie wookie, boy, And you're doing like your little thing and swinging the girl around yeah. in some blue and white I shirt.
0: I don't want that. I don't I be... take
7: that guy seriously anymore. I know. And I'm sure you'd be great, but I don't want to be able
0: to watch that. I, I, boogie I wouldn't have been able, uh, I, if I can't play golf on back-to-back days, there is no way I could have done this. I would, I would have thrown the, my dancing partner into the judges accidentally. <laughs> hey, sorry! Final hour coming up on this Meet Friday. Ryan Fitzpatrick will join us. Top of the hour. One more item. We close that hour, too. If you own a business, been a bumpy ride, and maybe, maybe I can help you. Help you get some money back. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Not a loan, it's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it, and that's where GetRefunds.com comes in handy. They have a team of tax attorneys. They put together what is a little-known payroll tax refund program. They're highly trained. They've already returned over a billion dollars to businesses, and they can help you out as well. They do all the work. There's no charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. But this is only available for a limited amount of time. So take advantage of it. Go to GetRefunds.com. You click on Qualify Me, answer a few questions, and we'll see if we can get you some money back. The payroll tax refund only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. GetRefunds.com
6: Lucky Land Casino.
7: Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: Lucky?